There ain't no bat. <laughs> that was honest. That wasn't me trying to do a bit. There, there. <laughs> Welcome to the whip around. <laughs> It's going to be a, a wild and wooly one. I am. <laughs> but with full battery. <laughs> I am Sean Hayes. Yeah, at full charge. <laughs> full charge. <laughs> As I rub my eye. Full <laughs> charge. You need a nap. And I do macabre stuff on a weird news podcast. <laughs> and I'm Phil Laporta, and I don't need a nap, and I do science stuff, and here I am. You need a nap. You need a No, actually, I had like energy drink on the way up, so. Not lamb. I'm ready lamb. to go, man. Yeah. What's up with you? Okay, so I uh, I officiated a wedding. Oh, that's right. You got to do that. For the first time. Exciting. Yeah. Did anybody adopt you? No, no, okay. no, no. no. <laughs> Different I, I, um, it was, I don't want to, I could make, you know, you can make a whole episode about just talking about a wedding or something, you know, so I won't do that. Except to say, of course, I don't know if they're citizens uh, Congratulations anymore. to the couple anyway. Congratulations, yes. Margaret and Drake. Uh, the wedding was beautiful and they were gracious <laughs> and kind and- you know, most people uh, in this wedding, of which I knew very few because I, I'm new in their lives relatively. Right. You know, and these are some old friends. They're telling stories about fifth grade. Right. And some of them. And at the here wedding, you are, you know. the officiant. Yeah. And so but so most people and that's pretty damn good who were involved were very were very kind. That's all. No, that's, that's although the, I could did, you ask for much more. A friend requested a couple of them and like they totally have not. <laughs> like I, like their pocket vetoing me, and, and I was then, like, oh, I'm just trying to be friendly. And, and then, but, then, but like they're posting about the wedding, so like they've watch seen them me. tune in then, <laughs> and like now they're like, well, oh, it's me, know. is I don't it? Know. But I'm one of those people too who who doesn't just ignore that a- anyway. Like, and hi, new citizens from the wedding. <laughs> if we got any, I don't know. We didn't. We but might. here, but here, ask me how it went. How'd it go? Well, like it was, it was, <laughs> it was solid. People seemed to like the speech portion. Good. And then when we moved over into the ceremony, mm-hmm. you know, things went the way they're supposed to go. Except when I turned to get the the rings, like the best man was going to give me like one ring at yeah. a time, and then you know, I turned to get uh, her ring, mm-hmm. the first one to be put on the thing on a finger. Usually that's how it goes with rings, yes. right? And I hear a little voice going like, Sean. It's weird because when you're standing up as an officiant and you're not a lot of people talking to you. Well, it's like being on stage and someone trying to get your attention right. for something. And I and I turn, um, Sean, it's the bride. Mm-hmm. And she's sort of, I would describe it as sheepish. She's sheepishly smiling as if to be like, hey, I don't mean to be a problem. Oh, that's Do you know what I mean? Sweet. She's like, Sean, can I do the part where I, I say I do? Yeah. See? <laughs> I did the thing where I'm like, repeat after me, and and look, there are a million excuses I could give from how the venue hey, was man. set up to how to my first, but they went like because excuses, whatever. So I had done the I do little shtick with Drake, and then went on to, <laughs> and just, so I I'm there, I'm holding her ring, the whole audience, I'm miked, they didn't miss it. So inside, well, that's a great story for later. In <clears throat> well, <laughs> inside it's DefCon One. You know, like it's, <laughs> the missiles are in sure. the air, the launch the missiles. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's on, but outwardly, so I'm told. I was like, ha! But first, <laughs> you know, and and I remember getting a laugh. But you know, everything happens. Everything goes great. Everybody walks off. It's great. You know, she looks even sweeter and more relatable. You know what I mean? For yes. having had to do that. And hopefully people are like, okay, so he's imperfect and 
is humble because I, you know, I wasn't like, no. <laughs> Which would have been amazing. Put the finger, put your no, ring. put him down. Now. Put the <laughs> ring on and get out. We're doing it my way. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going on, but it's this awesome. was a big deal for me. No, this is great, um, though. I, th- I think it's a good conclusion. I mean, you Phil, know, it went well. I, but on. I once I was out of vision, you know, visual contact with it. <laughs> Doubled over. I'm sure. Phil, I felt physical pain. Oh, buddy! For the for hours afterwards, Aww. I felt like it felt like a fist was shoved in my. I, what's the word? Uh, 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 psychosomatic. I guess I stressed myself to wow, up to, bud. and then and it it's, it was a successful officiating. But that little blip, yeah, that some people have said was endearing. Others didn't say it. Who knows what. You know. Maybe that's why they're not friend requesting. There you go. <laughs> they're like, I don't think so, pal. Anyway, so congrats to them. Yes. What's up with you? I'm fine. Okay. It's pretty normal. Middle of the semester, though. Yeah. So we're rounding that curve. I, uh, you know, I could, I have like a million and one stories from teaching already. Of course, you might imagine, but I'm not gonna. I've had variations on things you've heard before, but I'm just like, we're just gonna keep this. Uh, officiating train moving along we're gonna move sorry i went on oh no we're gonna move no it's okay we're gonna uh i screwed up my transition because we're gonna move it along like the train on a bride choo-choo run on a train on a bride (laughs) no oh no again phil referencing his porn wow the weird the weird is 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 already here Mm. it's time for train wreck headlines (laughs) oh boy Wow, so I've got six headlines for the week with no segues, uh, except, no, wait, I have five, because there's one that's fake, spot the You're fake, blushing. win the day. He's blushing. I'm blushing like a bride <laughs> running out of her I train. saw Goody Phil blushing at the table. <laughs> Here we go. Man barricades himself in house after family members take a bite of his grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, yeah. Green Bay Packers add pocket to Aaron Jones' jersey so he can play with his dad's ashes. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Thousands in China are using special remote to repel dancing grannies. Bacterium with four proto brain cells discovered, named after Newt Gingrich. Google Japan unva- unveils teacup shaped like keyboard with open source all fish input system. What? And stinky mush ball hailstones on Uranus may explain atmospheric anomaly there and on Neptune too. Wait, they're all re—they're all real, but one. Yeah. Still, right. <laughs> yes. Well, speed it up, maybe. Uh- <sighs> This is tough this week. Here we go. I'm out of practice from last week not doing it, so let's see what happens. Yeah, talk backwards. Man barricades himself in house after family members take bite of grilled cheese sandwich. Green Bay Packers add pocket to Aaron Jones' jersey who can play with his dad's ass. <laughs> it's <just> so funny. <laughs> Thousands in China are using special remote to repel dancing grannies. Bacterium before proto brain cells discovered named after Newt Gingrich. Google Japan unveils teacup shaped keyboard with open source all fish input system. Sticky mushball hailstones on Uranus may explain atmospheric anomaly there and on Neptune 2. I'm, and I'm, I'm always going to fucking call it Uranus. I don't care because I'm 12 at heart. Uh, so yeah, I don't. you know, Edie, I, never mind. Anyway, uh, look, all right. How I'm, you doing? I'm suspicious <laughs> of lots. I've heard none. Okay. Now, what, the one about the fish. Can I just hear that slow? Like Google what? Japan unveils teacup shaped keyboard with open source all fish input system. Possible. Uh, and then what was the second one? Green Bay Packers add pocket to Aaron Jones's jersey okay. so he can play with dad's ashes. I don't know who Aaron Jones is. Also, sometimes I try to do the Phil filter sure. on these, which mm-hmm. is like, are, is Phil going to go, seriously, <laughs> when I ignore one, you know? And then there was another one that was really fucked up. 
not what was right after Grannies? Was that the fish one? The uh, teacup thing? Thousands in China that's dancing Grannies and then bacterium with four proto brain cells. That, that four so, proto brain so cells. That, so those are my three. New, okay, my three. Because that what? Like I mean, it's funny. It's great. I, uh, yeah, but it's, it's also kind of like I'm gonna make this one a 1994 era <laughs> burn, which might be you. <laughs> might be you doing that. You know what? That's where I'm gonna put my chips. I'm gonna say that that Phil. Was like, ha, I'm going to grab a celebrity and I'm going to throw it in there and make it a little twisty because I'm not going to say, you know, some of the ugly names that we could say that are modern. The fake one is Newt Gingrich. I wish he was fake. That headline is also fake. You got yes! it. Yes! Now! Oh, I needed a win, but that means now. a lot of shit is real. <laughs> now, yes. That's a lot of real yes, shit. Yes, it is. It's amazing. Can you read? We never do what? this. Can you read all the real ones now? Can, I Okay. I'm serious. Just get, these are all real. Man barricades himself in house after family members take bite of his grilled cheese sandwich. Most believable of all of them. <laughs> Which is amazing this week, right? Green, and this is just poorly written. Green Bay Packers add pocket to Aaron Jones's jersey so he can play with dad's ashes. Yeah, play is a fun it's word. It's just in that really sense. horribly. Apparently, he like had the locket with the ashes and dropped it on the field and almost lost it like right. the week before. Now you might as so well they play. added. Like a little pocket, pocket, which I think is really pocket cool. Pocket pool with dad. Oh, got worse. Episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. That's awful. Uh, no, we, we, they'd like censor the episode. <laughs> Beep. The FBI would show up. Never <laughs> mind. Horrible. Hey, Sean in edit mode. Don't even fucking think about it. <laughs> There's your cold open. <laughs> They're nuts. <laughs> uh, thousands in China are using a special remote to repel dancing grannies. I mean, apparently, there's like a thing in China. Like, there's all these like grandmas and like octogenarians take over parks and like do like like dance calisthenics and shit. And it's like a remote a to like thing, yeah. turn off their fucking music. The bacterium that was the fake one. Google Japan unveils teacup shaped keyboard with open source all fish input system. So it? it is a teacup so shape, like a you know, like a cylindrical teacup. Hollow Japanese. inside. Yep. And it's got all the keys around it. On and the exterior. Can, yeah. F- and they're fish. Beep, beep. You can bump it. Beep, beep, beep. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and then stinky mushball hailstones on Uranus may explain. That's kind of. Sure, yeah. That's just. Is it, they, are they or are they not yes, saying that exactly. right now? exactly. Which, okay. you know, it's, that's what they're calling the hailstones from the atmosphere on Uranus. And it explains some weird atmospheric stuff that they've been seeing. Yeah, they sure. finally saw the hailstones. It's like, yeah. ah, wait yeah, a minute. That's what's causing what we're detecting that we couldn't see as sure. clearly earlier. But if it had been on Neptune, nobody would give a fuck. No, if it was headline. only on that. No, no. If it was only on Neptune, I would not have right. included it. Right. Too bad it wasn't on Pluto because Pluto is the god of death in one mythology. And that would lead me right into Sean's cabinet of the macabre. <laughs> That's weird. Forcing that one. Speaking of enjoy Disney that. characters, Goofy. <laughs> well, it happened again. <laughs> what did you? Who did you kill? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I am merely Just... the messenger. <laughs> the world is on brand, y'all. This October is just so very October. <laughs> I literally had three stories that I was swinging in and out of, like, the winner's position okay. in what I was going to do on the McCabinet. And then I sent week. you one today, even. Right. And uh, because the present is just is full of weird, wild death. I love it. The pre- Getting in the way of my history bent, you know? It's weird. I miss the history now. I didn't think I would. And by the way, speaking of present weird death, we're not, I'm not, 
going near big dumb thing, you know, and all the devastation. Oh, being you could, but no, no, that, feckless and you, but you don't come leader. here, citizens, for that. No, but I'm saying I'm talking about whip around worthy death. So the, it was a hard choice this week. And the thing, the thing that led to the winner, uh, that that got it in the the winner's circle to to stay, was uh, the local connection. Oh, really? Yeah, we are off to Florida. That's not local figures by way of the Lehigh Valley. That's folks. local. Meet Sean Runyon, thirty nine, of lovely, lovely Nazareth, Pennsylvania, just north of here, home of hardworking blue collar folks. Uh, burgeoning art community yeah and fine dining uh sorry fine diners fine dying apparently diners uh he has blessed this guy with excellent spelling skills being of the s-h-a-u-n tribe oh yes of sean's the vastly intellectually superior and sadly most dramatic and also more handsome for good or ill of sean's around other than his spelling abilities though not good sean runyon is kind of a piece of shit Allegedly. At least I hope he's dead then. See, back in May of this year, dude was, uh, wait, here here is how Allie Reed of WFMZ phrased it. Ahem. That was me. She didn't ahem. If she did, that's awesome. (laughs) Quote, Runyon also faces a list of charges. Now, I'm saying also. Note that. Okay. Runyon also faces a list of charges in Northampton County which is local, yeah. including strangulation oh, from earlier this year. What? Court documents show he was released on bail. Uh, a little right. digging on my part showed that we're also looking at this incident, this also, the incident, also incident, at some uh, like reckless child endangerment, oh, terroristic fuck. threats, charges. Yeah, hell with this guy. So again, Charmer. And uh, Shawnee set to appear, and I can say that because we have the same name. Yeah, I know. You're close that way. Is set to appear in court right here in the Lehigh Valley this week. We'll get and your it, tickets now, folks. It may have already gone down when you hear this. I don't. I couldn't find the date. But dude is clearly in it for the love of the game because he done did it again and done did more crimes. Strangling crimes? No, but crimes. Okay. Let's hop back in time to October the 1st. Oh. Technically history. I mean, it's short. That's when our spelling champion found himself bunking with some workers and a supervisor on a contracting job in the Polk County area of florida okay. so that's where that's that's our connection. Florida connection and Got the, it. the contracting company is also uh pennsylvania based not quite sure where but just ended up a job got a contract P- sure right. you bring people in sometimes i get PA it yankees in confederate court right right uh lucky fella to have such pals by the way at this place at jnb electrical and lighting to give him this chance at paying work while he's out on bail yeah really for violent crime I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to leave the state, but whatever. Let's see how it all pans out, shall we? Not good, I have a feeling. All right. Well, as we look into the work yard here, there's a 41-year-old supervisor, general boss man, Kevin Lanous. And, uh, oh, oh, he's telling Sean off for, quote, not working fast enough this morning. Mm. Huh. Typical boss, huh? Anyway, just like it would for the rest of us, this causes Sean Runyon to utterly lose his shit. And I'm just scrolling to check my notes, the proper phrasing. Ah, yes, right. Punch Lanouse in the face. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, you need to speed up, speed up your work. Obviously, punch in the face. Immediately, first instinct, of course. Oh, and here comes Runyon's half-brother, who owns and operates this outfit. Ah. Now, the hire makes a little more sense. Uh. 
Uh, and this unnamed half-bro is insisting that good speller bad guy Sean head on home to lovely, lovely Lehigh Valley to cool off and stay out of trouble. That's a hell of a way to, like, hey, take the rest of the day off, cool off. It's like, no, go all the way back to Pennsylvania. That's a, a, a you know, 1,800 Which mile cool off. Which Sean does. Which Sean does. Okay. Yeah. The end. Well, well. He got as far as southern Georgia anyway, and there, oh zooming along the highway, he said he heard something inspiring, you might say. An ad for a big sale running at a nearby sporting goods store. Now, Phil, for a hundred macabre bucks, what did Sean Runyon purchase oh. in a Georgia sporting goods store that day? We need to make macabre bucks like a real thing. Uh, I'm guessing a gun. A crossbow! Uh-oh. Oh my god, a no! crossbow! Oh no! Hey, We hey, know how hey. crossbows go in the cabinet, hey. which is what this is, but Citizen, hey, hey, do you dislike this guy yet? No? I oh. kind of like him a little more now, but... Oh, okay, know. well, brace yourself for some rage. I warned you about this guy. Sean went on back to Florida uh. and didn't use the crossbow. Why'd you buy it? See? <laughs> See? What a piece of shit! It's like the murder hornets from last summer. Chekhov would be ashamed, you no-gun firing <laughs> cultural troglodyte. For the Chekhov reference, he gets a bell. Yeah, so uh, a U-turn and I'm sure a whole lot of Fred Durst blaring on the radio later. Shawnee Pie was back in Florida, the old dirty sticky, with vengeance on his mind. Per the cops, my Dumb namesake, quote, parked his work truck at a Tampa airport, rented another vehicle, and on Saturday morning, he went to the rental house in Davenport, where he had been living with seven colleagues and their family members. Mm -hmm. Okay? And it went down like this. First off, by the time he got his wasted crossbow and got back to Florida on Friday, it was, it was late, middle of the night, and he was tired. Yes. Yeah, and you don't want to murder people when you're tired. You know, and so dude ended up just sleeping in a like a Walmart or a Target parking lot. Not sure it was a big box type yeah, sure. store. Somewhere you're going to park and nobody's really going to think. Right. Got ew. It. And, but ew. Just to add to the charm. Uh, anyway, in the wee hours of Saturday, he went back to the house. And I'm guessing, just based on when 911 calls were logged in, this was sometime between... Five and seven, somewhere in here. Power nap, you'll you'll see Got why it, okay. I'm saying this. That's just my guesstimate. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, opting like a prick for a baseball bat and knife combo, yawn. The phonetically spelled, chemically imbalanced Sean went into the house and went after his pal, Kevin Lanous, first. Now, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Phil, about that name? Lanous? Yeah. I've been thinking it since you said it. You want to say it or should I? Did he strangle the guy? Why? Oh, why did he not involve a noose at least? In some if, way? Or, right, or strangulation on the guy named Lanouse. What an embarrassment Too to my obvious. people. He's an embarrassment to the Sean people. Anyway, Lanouse was- Missing all of these cues. Lanouse was caught asleep, of course. And so it's no surprise he did not make it. He died at the hospital later. Uh, gee. Now, and by the way, now Shawnee works fast. You know, oh, fast. He'll, he'll hurry up and get Lanus clubbed and whatever. Okay, so anyhow, per records, well, Sean didn't know when to end a bit either. So, you know, like me, right? <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, <clears throat> quote, he attacked a second colleague who was sleeping with the bat. Bad writing. Sounds like perhaps uh, he was Bruce Wayne the- was in somewhere <laughs> in this house. <laughs> I get it. Attacked a second <laughs> colleague who was sleeping with the bats. 
uh, and then went into a third bedroom to attack another Just co-worker. like you, except his war on brevity is way more aggressive. Yeah, you're helping. <laughs> and then went into a third bedroom to attack another co-worker who fought back. Runyon pulled out a knife, stabbed this third colleague who managed to run outside of the house before collapsing and dying on the front porch. Once Sean tried and failed to drop a fourth co-worker... Other family members now from around the house managed to flee in the chaos. One guy just got up with wife, his sure, kid. Yeah, yeah, right. you know, so people are fleeing outwards. So now was the time that other Sean's intellect and planning skills would be put to the test. So obviously that went great. What planning? Short version. While panicked friends and relatives of the victims were frantically calling for help, our dummy jumped in his car, drove 20 miles to another employee of that contracting yeah. outfit, claimed the guys he just murdered had tried to sexually assault him. Interesting. That was checked for and no evidence, by the way, lest anyone think for a one hot second I would just kind of like, me. no, no evidence of that. They exhaustively tested. Okay. Uh, so that person, this other person, directs Sean to the hospital yeah, for would... his needs, and not being a tumbling moron like some crossbow-wasting man-children, this person called the cops, and Runyon was nabbed at the hospital. Oh, good. Mid-bullshit story. I'm sure. And once the cops had him, he freely admitted hate, he used the word hate, hating the guys he attacked, and just he just charmed everyone, I'm sure. Now, dude faces two rounds of trials, and brings shame to Sean's Pennsylvanian's Murder fans, citizens, and the world at large. Chekhov so, fans. Yeah. Crossbow fans. Way to go. Dropping every plot Loser. From Lanus to... What are we doing the here? The crossbow that you didn't use. What are we doing here? It, it's amazing how many... It's like this was poorly written. Not by you, but like... Right. The actions feel like every shitty movie I watch. Yeah. It's like... Well, that didn't go anywhere. Unless this is just misdirection by the bat. Uh, as ever, I'll keep you posted, and I, I've got some updates coming very soon on other stories too. So maybe you've got a lot batch. of modern ones we got to catch up on. But yes, in the meantime, another gift of an incomplete but already deliciously grim tale of deadly fucked upness. Questions? No, not really. I know you kind of got them out during. Anyhow, you got the scope of this. Yeah, I mean, really, you laid it out pretty well. It just, you know, um, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by this guy. Expected better. Look at Sean White. Oh, the flying tomato. Doing us proud. Everybody loves him. Who doesn't love that guy? Jack Osborne, maybe? That's a pretty distant joke. Wow. Hey, we're going to go to break, but after that, we're going to come back, and yes. then all kinds of shenanigans. Oh, yeah. We're going to not fuck everything up because no. I'm that kind of Sean. Yeah, and you know what? You're going to learn what that sunshine thing was about. If you remember from last, we'll be right back. It's fine. Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil against my better judgment. And we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us should you like to do so. If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us by email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, that helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done the last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine, and you can come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil, 
is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. <laughs> yeah. I've this had time to think. <laughs> this crossbow thing. What What am I doing with right? my life? Like, let's I'm going to murder with bat, a crossbow the bat's now? Just, the bat's easier. I don't have to reload the bat. Oh, the bat. Come on. We're back. There ain't no bat. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. If there's he, a hell and he gets I there, he's so. going to get a lot of that. I hope so. I hope so. Science! Science! <laughs> what your murder weapon it's would be. I was about to ask it. you what your murder weapon would be. Look at the setup I tried to give you. Oh, That's I'm sorry. Potential, That's wasted potential comic energy. That's fine. It, it stays there. It's, it's conservative. Anyway. Um, well, I didn't vote for it. <laughs> Sean, long walks on the beach. Candlelight dinners and romantic piano standards radio. That's what my tattoos which, say. <laughs> which of these three doesn't belong? Say it again. Long walks on the beach, mm-hmm. candlelight dinners, romantic piano standard radio. Which one of those doesn't I mean, I really belong? I guess the radio. No. Because it, it's, it's the, the other things feel like they're not goofus to no. me. So what? The candlelight actually doesn't belong. Why? Because the title of the study I'm trotting out this week is, quote, Skin exposure to UVB light induces a skin-brain-gonad axis and sexual behavior. You set me up? <laughs> yes. You yes, I did. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you lied to me. Skin-brain-gonad axis. I just love it. It's just World a- War Three. That's <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I'd say the results are pretty much what it says on the tin, but let me unpack it a little bit. We've known for a while that exposure to UVB rays, yes, it's a component in sunlight, uh, increases testosterone. <laughs> oh, Phil giving us a little bit of credit there. Increases testosterone in men, increases uh. the attractiveness of hens to cockerels, and increases estradiol and testosterone levels in fish. You got a lot and of We nerve. know this. You got a lot of nerve. <laughs> we know this. Did you just say cockerel to me? Yeah, I did. <laughs> But we nerve still on you. we still don't you got know some why. huge gonads. <laughs> we still don't know why that this works. And some researchers at Tel Aviv University had an idea. Maybe there's something in the skin that triggers it. So what they did was they tested mice first. They shaved the backs of mice to expose the skin. Looking for an excuse. <laughs> and noticed three things. One, the they mice were shamed. <laughs> they were ashamed. The mice skin got tan. Uh, wow. <laughs> I know. That's that's the UVB rays, I bet. Yes. They noticed an increase in mating behaviors, and those that were exposed to more UVB rays were, see, or at least they seemed to be more strongly preferred in the mating like rituals. So getting tan. So hunks is hunks, man. <laughs> getting get tan. Tan hunks is tan hunks. Tan your mice if you want to get them laid. I think that's part of it. That's it. <laughs> Until, so, the, until the cancer takes you away. There you go. But how, We're going to fuck, fuck, fuck till the skin cancer takes us away. I'm so sorry. It's amazing. Holy shit. Wow. It's getting kind of weird because the scientists are coming to shave us. But the medical stuff they do isn't trying to save us. All right. Sorry. Don't be. Not for a second. It's been a weird day. Has it, though? Well, now it's definitely. (laughs) I mean, you know, here we are. But how and why does it still work? That's the thing they wanted to. Humans have rat backs. Well, incidentally, the reason that the skin somehow regulates hormone release and they were able to identify a gene that actually does it. And the gene is designated P53. 
so what they did was they bred some mice without P53, and when they got the UVB treatment, nope, not nearly as horny as a set of mice. I mean, every time you're saying it, is it bad that I'm thinking red, red wine every time you describe this light to me? UVB, oh, I it's see. too it. close. No, I get it. I get it. And you know what? UB red, th- red mice <laughs> love to have sex. Never has more been sung about mice doing it than this past like five minutes, ladies and gentlemen. That we know of. <laughs> I'm pretty certain of this. High confidence level. All right. Um, so then they went to humans, of course. And admittedly, small sample of people, some self-reporting was involved. However, what they found was that, yes, after sun exposure, there were increases in testosterone, estrogen, and self-reported rises in romantic passion. So what's the... Hi, Phineas. Hey, Phineas. <laughs> Phineas is getting froggy. Uh, so what's the point? Why do we do this? First of all, we're now getting more and more information about how our bodies work and regulate. And that's always worth it. We didn't really... No, we didn't know that the should, skin I mean, could trigger... Could... We didn't know that exposure to sunlight could trigger that hormone. Look at Brazil. It explains their whole attitude. Um, but also it points us to new treatments that aren't necessarily drug-based. Because if, you if you're trying to treat low libido or sex hormone problems, rather than go to shave drugs, his back shave his back shove and shove him in a tanning booth. There it is. So you get some intense tanning. So go take a walk on the beach, but in the sunlight. And, uh, you know, Ew. what? Ew. The sunlight? I know. Not I already that. dislike like walking around like crowded boardwalks and stuff. And, and now I'm going to be looking around like, you're all filthy. You're <laughs> all filthy. Getting, getting, getting hot and bothered I just by being in the sun. I know what you're going to go do, you filthy animals. <laughs> Preview of Sean as an octogenarian, ladies and gentlemen. No way, man. I'm going to go there like <laughs> next year. Get away from me. <laughs> so what do you think, man? That's what we got. So we've got new information about hormones or how our bodies work. We had to shave a couple of mice to do it. And as it turns out, the sun makes you randy. I mean, but, you know, picture something where people tend to hang out outside and then go like, did you know that the, there were some people who were there who like went off and had sex later? Kind of makes sense, though, now, doesn't it? Well, well, they, intuitively, it immediately makes sense. It's just weird to me. I assumed. Sure. Phil, I actually assumed. When I was rolling through my head of like, what would be a fun uh, Ig Nobel thing to, to, for the whip iron to try? I remember thinking like, can we do something about like, you know, beach stuff makes people shed their clothes. Why is this <laughs> happening? I already thought of this. And I dismissed it because I was like, no, that must have been done like in the 30s. Well, here's the thing. We knew, but we didn't know what the regulation mechanism is. So now we know that there is a gene that does control whether we release these hormones that get us in the mood. And it's in our skin. And we didn't realize that the skin had this interplay with the endocrine system. And we are, that's, we are not good at this. What? Life. Life. Science is amazing, but it's it's only human, you know? And the fact that we took this long to be like, oh, right. Hey, hey uh, that's how, do we know how that works? No. Okay. Do we, is that? Uh, scientists. Bunch of twiz pipes. Don't be a fouch about it. So you, my friend, get to choose. Because we had a real or bullshit last week that was Sunlight Edition, uh, I'm gonna, right? I'm going to shave the mouse. And I have two possible real or bullshits for you to play. I'm going to give you the titles. Oh, okay. And then, it's a pick, fun? and then it's a pick a path adventure for oh, you. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a quarter cheaper. <laughs> so, again, you keep getting stuck in the dungeon. Yeah. It's, it's not written right. Yeah. So are we going to play real or bullshit? aphrodisiac edition or real or bullshit animal husbandry edition oh oh well but i repeat myself (laughs) it literally is it's like do you want to talk about 
people <laughs> sex or animal sex. Ah. It's almost like he's daring me. So I'll <laughs> I see your fucking dare and I'm I'm in. Give me the animal husbandry. All right, ladies and oh gentlemen. Oh, boy. Give me that animal husbandry, Phil. <laughs> to quote the poets of Bloodhound Gang, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on, on the, the Discovery, Discovery Channel. Channel. Ah, but how do they do what they do? We know shaved and tan mice like to get it on, but there's stranger mating facts to be found in the animal kingdom. Are these real facts about animals boinking, or am I faking it? There's an orgasm joke in there somewhere, but I don't want to talk about it because it would be a crime against <laughs> not even humanity. <laughs> Most of us. Anyway, so here we go. Giraffes, I'm ready. <laughs> giraffes have purple tongues. Those tongues are also sensitive to estrus, and a male giraffe will sip the urine of a female to tell if she is in heat or not. Real or bullshit. That sounds like such a thing that you would hear within the first five minutes of like Googling you know, fun facts about giraffes. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's real. It sounds like a, tr- like a, oh, God, I guess we're here. I'm going to say real. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, I was, I didn't know we were going to do that kind of, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Nature. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tea tasting, ladies and gentlemen. We that's got there. a quarter extra. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now it's a choose your own adventure book. Congratulations. That's we've right. graduated. Look what we've done. Sperm whale. No, no. <laughs> they really live up to their name. While mating, a male sperm whale can release up to 50 gallons of ejaculate per orgasm. Real or bullshit? Are they ever going to grow up? <laughs> no. Am I ever, ever going <laughs> to What? I should be able to hear that and, and, and not. And what? Like, I, now, well, and now I'm forcing you to. Well, I guess not. I'm not forcing you to. Because you can analyze this in any way you want. What you used? Can release up to 50 okay. gallons. Why did I hear dump in my head? I just changed it. <laughs> head cannon. Which in this game is a dangerous no, idea. No, no. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Gross. So real. No, that is absolute uh, bullshit. That's I'm sorry. okay. That's okay. The 50 fucking gallons. That's a lot, man. I know it's a lot, but every time someone's like, you know, the Exxon Valdez is like a drop in the... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fair point. I don't know. They're big. They're big. They know. are. The humble firefly is not. Not around for very long in the summer, or are they? Male fireflies lose the ability to light up once they complete mating. Real or bullshit? <laughs> wow. That's either a really cool fact or a very weird thing you thought of. <laughs> How exciting for me the next, <laughs> like, five seconds from now, I'm going to say that it's real. I made that up. Phil, I'm fascinated. <laughs> Can I just say Who every- thinks of this? <laughs> Me, obviously. But it's a, why? Do you know how difficult, it, and this is this is absolutely, I'm always tickled whenever I can make you go, wow, how did you write that? Because no, I, no, am, no. I am trying no. harder and harder every week. You're doing great. To, to write good fake shit. No, I'm not wondering, how did you do that? You're quite good at this. I'm, I'm aghast. <laughs> That this that this is this is a pattern of biochemical firing synapses <laughs> that equal that, and you're a person who can visualize things. Was <laughs> it the one time? So you were like visualizing like the 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 the, the, the what do you call that part of the syringe? You know the the, the plunger. <laughs> you know, you were envisioning glow in the dark spunk like. Ew. No, I wasn't. You did now. <laughs> now I did. Ew. You're welcome. High citizen. <laughs> Banana slugs. Well. <laughs> Gooey, gross, yellow, not to be confused with plantain slugs found in the tropics. Okay, I made that up. Uh, but am I bullshitting? Swing and a miss. <laughs> but am I bullshitting when I say the banana slugs mate with the penises that are found on top of their heads? I mean, slugs are vile. They're gross. I find them repellent. Mm-hmm. 
I've so hard to be like, ew, no way, with the penises on their heads. Well, now are you saying any kind of antennae, or there's a specialized? No, specifically, it's peen. dickhead. Nature's full of them. So is the highway. Dickheads are real, and so is this fact. Blammo. There it is. Now, I want to point out. I never knew this fact. You are, well, now. I don't, you, I don't love this fact. Too bad. Yeah. Now you know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, hello, UC Santa Cruz. Banana slugs. It's their mascot. You're welcome. It's so different. There should be a noise associated with boredom <laughs> besides a sigh. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the last one? By the way, you're. 50-50, so you need this to win. I do. I know. I'll, I'll get it. Okay. The Australian Antichinus, <laughs> a small rodent species okay. in which the males engage in what is known as suicidal reproduction. They will literally fuck to death trying to pass on to their genes as, to as many females as they can while they let their bodies disintegrate real or bullshit for the game. I mean, having been to college, I know that humans do this too. <laughs> Sad but true. You know? So- Utterly believable. Um, what are their majors? It's it's liberal <laughs> arts, but what what is it? That's the philosophy. Aust- the isn't Australian it? Antichinus. That's a that's a philosophy major animal right there. Phil, Sean, fuck it, real for the game. Yes. Thank you, fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> We're protection out there. We'll be right back after this break. Booyakasha! It's a tiny horse. <laughs> it's gonna go blind <laughs> Phil I want to talk about family that's right and family is important to us here on the whip around and not in the birds and bees way thank god more like the bats and balls way uh sure a family of bats and balls it's a it's a sport we have a sports cousin oh okay I was getting worried for a second our sports cousin podcast is called Potadelphia. The and- only Philly sports show that matters. That's what I was going to say. You know it too. Well, they're family. Well, all right, then who's on it? That would be Dave and Sarah and... And just like us, they come out every Wednesday because they're family. They're family. Bats, balls, living together. Pucks, mass hysteria. Yeah. High sticking. Who are you going to call? Sports. Every Wednesday in the mornings, check out Potadelphia doing all kinds of Philadelphia sports stuff that I would not understand. And that I loosely bet on. We are family. We've got bats and balls for me. All right. Score! Could you imagine how loud that would be running? It would look great. It would be amazing. I would pay to see one. Hey! You're never going to know what that was. <laughs> but we are back, however, and you're going to find out what these things are, what things you ask. I will tell you it's the contents of Three for the Road. A little extra for you. That time of the show, we uh, talk about things that didn't fit in with the theme of the show or uh, didn't really line up with our stories and all that stuff. What's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth three times a piece talking about real weird news stories that are burning a hole in our brain. Each of us does get 30 seconds per turn, and once those turns are up, well, once each turn is up, you're something a little bit like this. Which does the decibel being rung with panache by the doc over there, who's now apparently getting some husbandry with Desi herself. Something is wrong with the ringing thing. Something's wrong with my co-host. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, that's how it's going to work. Once three turns are up, that'll be it. That'll be the show. We'll do some plugs and some chit-chat. But, you know, then there's a whole other week to think about. 
There we go. Thank you. Phil just loves what I'm saying right now. Anyway, Phil did a whole lot of work there in Act 2, so I figure he probably could use a little bit of a rest. I shall go first. Does Phil have any questions for me? So you grew up out in Lebanon, right? Yeah, largely. Do you know a lot about baloney husbandry? I do. There <laughs> you go. Smoke it. In I Bet He Whistled on Stage News, Moscow's Bolshoi Theater had a spot of bother on Saturday, ending in a shortened show, shortened cast list, and a shortened cast member. The audience was abuzz when the opera uh, they were somehow enjoying was suddenly halted and evacuated. Turns out this was due to one of the performers being squashed, quote, oh, during a set Christ, change in no. Sadko, an opera by Russian composer Nikolai Rimsky Korsakov. Uh, Yevgeny Kulash 38 was reportedly, quote, toward the back of the stage and went in the wrong direction as the scenery was descending during a set change and ended Ooh. up rather sadly missing all his cues henceforth. Remember, folks, theater can be a very dangerous art, so tons of respect to dudes, cast, and crewmates, and for the rest of you thespians, have a care. Wow, brutal. In but why news? Uh, Toronto Metro Police are looking for a <laughs> a man on mountain bike uh, riding along Danforth and Coxwell Avenues. He's five foot five and wanted for stealing dirty diapers from a daycare. Oh, uh, that's right. The nappy napper apparently has done this multiple oh. times, and only now he's in deep shit for it. Uh, it's very sad. It it's very cringe. Surely has a treat, this creepy touch to it. And the dude is a repeat offender after having been seen stealing the dirty diapers repeatedly. I'm not sure what the police do if they find this guy, other than confiscate a load of diapers. At present, the police have no leads, but do have a description of the poopy perp. Unfortunately, they're having a hard time tracking the bike because when leaving the scene it didn't leave any skid marks oh wow tour de force right there tour de farts (laughs) oh glass of guinness world record news finally finally the world has a new world's fastest lawnmower Tony Edwards of Shropshire, England. way too happy. Now wears the grass-stained crown. And he neatly summed up the background thusly in an interview. Quote, I know that a guy from the UK had the record at one point at 96 miles per hour. Then I think Honda had it at 116. Then a team from Norway did it at 132. And I thought I'd give it a try. And try he did, getting his home-built 1300cc Suzuki engine-powered rider mower up to a shredding 143.19 useless, wow. useless miles per hour. Congrats and call me when you're airborne, buddy. Make like a vine and fly. There's a vine. I get it. In uh, news from Dr. Sherlock's No Shit Institute, uh, turns out that looking at other people can tell you what kind of music they like to listen to. So you mean Jim Bob and the trucker hat and the red check flannel with the torn off sleeves isn't a fan of Baroque music? No fucking way. Yanni. Research <laughs> research in the uh, published in uh, Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin seems to indicate that people's appearance, including hair, grooming, expressions, mannerisms, both intentional and unintentionally signal what kind of music you likely enjoy listening to. It seems that music is one of the most talked about topics between new acquaintances and being able to quickly spot someone from their appearance and what information we can accordingly get from there will influence our social behavior so what you're saying is we can look at someone and judge if we want to be friends with them based on what we think their taste in music is first of all with most things caveats all over the study and the references uh secondly good fucking luck looking at most people and judging what kind of music to except for jim bob the hypothetical redneck i made up at the beginning of the story fuck that guy and you all have an assignment now, News. A scorned client is suing a psychic for failing to free him from a curse. And after he paid <laughs> and everything to the poor lad, California's Moro Restropo is demanding 25K in a suit against self-proclaimed L.A. area psychic, quote, PhD life coach and psychic love coach, Sophia Adams. Aww. Court, uh, court docs say Restropo sought out Adams for a tarot reading, only to be told that he had the Seinfeldian-sounding mala suerte, a witch-sent curse that she warned could harm him and his family unless he paid her $5,100 to remove the hex. Well, after a wow. $1,000 deposit failed to move the cursed needle at all, Rostropo had a synapse fire and is now suing Adams, her family business associates, and her company for fraud and, quote, intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress. And hey, that's how we drum these fucking mountebanks out of business, y'all. Sue their asses for bullshit. Absolutely. By the way, this is the world's tiniest violin playing My Heart Bleeds for that guy. 
And finally, in throwback stupidity news, students uh, at St. Uh, Eden's High School in St. Catharines, Ontario, have rallied around the principal, Ms. Sharon Burns, and started a counter-petition to keep their beloved principal. Oh, it's a counter-petition against a few parents who want the principal removed because she listens to Iron Maiden. That's right. We thought this shit was dead in the 80s, but it's alive and well in Canada. As a small group of clearly hyper-religious parents have started a petition to remove Mrs. Burns after an Instagram post of her showed her at a Maiden concert proudly displaying her fandom and giving the devil horns. Kids are my new heroes and have started in their, stayed in their counter-petition. I'll paraphrase. It's ridiculous that a couple of parents can only judge her role as a principal based only on an Instagram post. Eden High School is a public school, not a Christian school. First, I'd really rather hope we were past all this. Second, well done, kids. You said it clearly and correctly. Finally, if this sounds like a stupid overreach and you think someone's religion shouldn't affect the school or that small group has no right to fuck with the majority like that, you're correct. Now extend that thing to women's rights in this country and we're on our way. Yeah, I went there. You know... Yeah, I went there. You know, it reminds me that piece, before we get to the plug, real fast, yeah, it reminds me about the one million moms is actually like one really annoying, oh, right. well, sort of propped up uh, yes. lobbyist. Yes. Same principle. Exactly. Same thing. It's the small people make a lot of noise and the rest of us, no, there's no problem, so we're not making noise. So idiots who tend to be in charge are like, well, I guess we'll go ahead and listen to the loud people. That must be everybody. Right. I guess history has been wrong every time but now. Anyway, Phil, do we have anything we want to plug besides basic understanding of science and logic? I mean, that I'm always plugging that shit. Yeah. Let's be honest. I'm also yeah. plugging my wife right now. Hey, well, hey, at this hey, very moment. Hold on. Hey, <laughs> it's getting weirder. Anyway, uh, Broadway. So keep on all your clothes. Very singing. Wow, today. you are so singing. It's um, getting weird in here. So keep on all your clothes. <laughs> I am getting so weird. I want to keep my clothes on. There it is. You're welcome. It's catching. That is probably a contact high. But, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> now I got the giggles. Thanks. Well, <laughs> hi, hon. Uh, yes, uh, Broadway level talent. You're running out of time for those Halloween thoughts. But if you are in the Lehigh Valley, first Saturday in September, it will be Saturday. So, uh, first sat. Oh fuck. First Saturday in December will be a craft show. You can get some of her uh, stuff and meet her in person. She will sign your jewelry or some shit. But uh, more details on that when to come. Otherwise, email her. Find her at the Redheaded Taylor on Instagram and on the TikToks. Broadway level talent and autographs. And, yes. I mean, that's a Broadway autograph. That is. Yeah, 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 mook. Hurry up and get in on that before she's busy draping those nuts. Yeah, oh boy. Hey, 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 speaking of nuts, put on a jockstrap, sports, uh, there's this podcast <laughs> called Potadelphia that, wow, that that is a poor representation of, because <laughs> what, what they do is competent podcasting focused on sports, <laughs> uh, it's a Philly-based thing, so they talk about the Phillies and the Flyers and the uh, Eagles who won the thing, Yes, and 76ers. Uh, they beat the 76ers, and uh, union the, the union is playing hockey, you know, with balls, and it's all fun. It's every every Wednesday, so when you're done listening to the whip around, if you're like, yeah, but sports, you yeah, dumb knuckleheads, well, go over there, and won't you be treated well by Dave and Sarah and Juicy Jean. Yeah. Available wherever fine casts are full of pod. <laughs> And shout out to Citizen Gabby. You're welcome. Gave the pause there. For the following t-shirt this week. I never look at it before the show. I haven't seen it. I've made it uh, kind of a thing to look at it on the air. Can I see it when you're done and when you're talking about it? (laughs) Yes. I like that part of the show now, Phil, I guess, is going to be listening to you goofily laugh. <laughs> you know, I got to find, like, a little thing. I have to mention, like, a fact here or something. She so. had to she, – she referenced our technical difficulties give it to in me. the cutest way possible.
Yeah, there it is. This is a pretty T-shirt too. It's, it's a lovely really nice shirt. Now, I, I really, I tell you what, I like it. A lot of ringers. You notice the what do you call the it? The, the what do you call it? The mic of the P is falling off the well, end. Yeah, I, I noticed. Let the I love it. Find out. But I love it. I'm, no, I, does she do only ringers? Or you know, is that? No, she did the what do you call it? She did the baseball sleeves the other time. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Clearly, I look at all of these like, going like, so I want this, but do I already have too do many I want it in a ringer? Do I want a ringer and do I want it in a hoodie? Oh, and I forgot to say, speaking of swag and t-shirts. Wait, did I forget to say it? <laughs> God damn it, Sean. <laughs> Wait, did I do this? <laughs> that pen puts out a lot of smoke. Anyway. Uh... Welcome to Whip Round. I- I'm Sean Hayes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's weird news. <laughs> two citizens. Not one, but two Crack the uh, pattern yes, yes. on I, the headlines. Can I, can I, do you want me to take a stab? Uh, let me just shout out to citizen, longtime citizen, Paul D. Took an immediate second stab at it and nailed it. And on the same day he stabbed it, citizen Andy walked up to me and said, oh my God, I think I know it. And he was wrong. And then he sent me an email 10 minutes later and oh my God, he was right. Uh-huh. So, do you want to take a stab? Yeah. What are we doing? I've been asleep for so long. Yeah, okay. So, do you have <laughs> what did I rule out already? Didn't did I? I, I don't know what you something about. I don't know I what think, you've done wrong. I think I asked you about prime numbers before. Did I, I tried it. Yes, and it's not a prime number thing. So I'm not guessing that because I think I covered that with you already. Yes, and that is not it. So my so my get and which one was fake this week? Uh, the fourth one because I got it right. I feel like I should pay. Uh, I don't know, man. Are you doing? Uh, wait. Wait, wait, oh, uh-oh, wait. Uh oh. Are you doing the numbers from Pi? No. Ah, ah. What an intelligent guess. It would have been amazing. You're I supposed know. to. Come on. It was a that great guess. It wasn't a bad guess. No, it's fantastic. Who's not, who's not, not trying a ma- no. and not tracking not the even, answers. No, absolutely. I will not. And you shouldn't. All right. Well, that's unpyrific. <laughs> That'll do it for us, citizens. And uh, remember, until next time, stay safe out there. Be your beautiful selves. Get some sunlight and wear protection when you do it. We love you. Consensually. Have your uh, regular news spayed and neutered. Goodbye. We're going to move it along like the train on a bride. Choo-choo. Run on a train on a bride? (laughs)